Are you sick and tired of ads? Well, this is an ad telling you that you don't need to listen to ads. Stitcher Premium has some of your favorite shows ad-free, like The Joe Rogan Experience, My Favorite Murder, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, and the Marvel original, Wolverine the Long Night. It also includes early access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and more. Go to stitcherpremium.com and upgrade your account for only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. Plus, sign up and use our offer code, CAPED, at checkout and get your first month for free. That's CAPED, C-A-P-E-D, for your first month free. Stitcher Premium. It's like Stitcher, but premium. This episode is full of spoilers and contains some not-so-super language. It's a nice place to live. But I wouldn't want to visit. Such a nice place to live. Nah. It's a nice place to live. But I wouldn't want to visit. Such a nice place to live. Hello, citizens! Welcome to the Fortress of Potitude. I'm Dave Michaels. And I'm Brian Betts, brother. <laughs> we are the Cape Podcasters. This is the show that was frozen today! <laughs> it was. Oh, boy. We were challenged. We were we, called cowards. Many a time over, we were called cowards. And uh, since we were called cowards, and we had to get dragged to hell, we decided to bring a friend with us. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. The ginger skull himself, Dave Novak, is back. Well, listen here, Hulkamaniacs. I'm here, and you're here, and the people are here, brother, because we're going to watch a movie, brother, starring me, just flexing my way through suburbia, brother. Don't worry about plot, brother. Don't worry about storylines, brother. Don't worry about character growth, brother, because, brother, all you got to do, brother, is just watch me, brother. <laughs> That's hey, what it guys. sounds like when a little boy does a Hulk Hogan impression. Well, I don't oh, know about no. that, brother. <laughs> I worked on that all day. You did great. Your, your mirror must be so impressed. Oh, I flexed so hard that I broke. Well, not a mirror, but, you know, my self-esteem. I ripped so many anyway. tank tops in half. So many tank tops. Oh. H&M is going to have to go out of business because of all the tank tops you tore. I see uh, that's where you shop. You look like an H&M boy. That's, first off, that's not the way economics work. They would be in business more because I keep on buying more tank tops. <laughs> no. Dummy. Because no, China hasn't sent them a fresh thing because of coronavirus. Oh, Everyone knows topical. how coronavirus works. Great. Now, when oh, people listen to this two years from now and the world is dead because all of the coronavirus. Dead. They're all dead. No yeah. one will be listening. Nobody answers. They'll be like, no. These clowns still talk about the coronavirus. It's the Dosecki's right. virus now. Now it is. But the then most it's interesting turn out virus in the world. Everyone who shopped at H&M died of coronavirus. You know what? That's a fair trade-off. <laughs> they deserve it. I'm guessing he fair doesn't shop at H&M trade-off. after all. Well, there you go. Why did you make us watch this? Uh, because I didn't think you would ever fucking watch this movie. That's why. I. Uh, you know what, though? You thought I, it was just going to be a running bit forever? I thought it was going to be a running bit. I thought it was going to be a lot of ha-ha. Like oh. Catwoman for the first three episodes. And we realized, <laughs> let's just not joke about this and never do it. I thought fair. it was just going to be like one of those like reoccurring, like, uh, you know, Jimmy Kimmel apologizing to Matt Damon type of things. Ha-ha-ha. Uh, no. Yeah, but then eventually Matt Damon came on the show. No, he didn't. That's a lie. I don't know if I'm mad at you or not. Me either. Because I think I want to thank you. You should be a little mad. I don't. I'm a little mad. Part of me is a little mad. But at the same time, this movie's a treat. It oh is. Boy. This <laughs> it movie really is, is simultaneously. It's, it's not Toxic Avenger level treat. No, but 
This is a treat. This movie is simultaneously better than and worse than I remembered it. So it was it was <laughs> at the same time. Perfect. It was a roller coaster. <laughs> it was it was better than what I remembered because it it's like a it's a fun movie, right? It's got like these little funny bits in it and it's like lighthearted and it, it's just moments where I found myself laughing out loud, but it's worse than I remember because it's not even it, it's not even like a movie. It's like a series of vignettes. <laughs> of Hulk it's Hulk. like Hulk Hogan yeah. walking around being filmed. That's what it is. It's yeah. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. He's used to that though. He's used to having a camera on him yeah, when it's he's just a, living his life. It's a series of Hulk Hogan in rooms. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it, it's a vignette of Hulk Hogan right. digging We're around suburbia at. while he's waiting for his Tesla to charge. That's this whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> You literally just wow. you just made the reboot of like Seth Rollins walking around waiting for the Tesla to yep. charge. That's mm-hmm. it. I feel like I don't even have to do a synopsis now. No, that, that's it. That's <laughs> the whole movie. That's the whole movie. And, and you know what? I'm gonna throw this out there. I was thinking about this long and hard because I watched this movie about a week ago. So I've just been I've been living with this thing in my soul. I know. In past- our Ultron episode, I made sure I gave your review of Boy Oh Boy. Boy Oh Boy. Oh yeah, Boy Oh Boy. That's uh, that encapsulates it. Um. But I've been like walking around with this movie in my heart for like now the past thirty-two fucking years, but also especially more for the past week. And the one thing I gather from this is that we, you, everybody else was deprived because this should never have been a movie. It should have been a weekly television show on like oh, ABC yes, Family. Please. With Hulk Hogan or uh, Terry Bollea, whatever you want to call him, just doing sure. like weird suburban shit. Like, imagine he goes to one episode, it's like a PTA meeting. There's like a bake sale competition. There's another weekend where he has to buy like a used car. Like, oh, we it, were robbed. It's kind of like a Bill Nye the Science Guy, but without Bill Nye or the Science. Or Science. Yeah. yeah. It has segments. It, it, All right, brother. Today we're going to make hash browns. And here's my <laughs> guest, Bobby Flay. Brother. Oh, we're just going to put in 47 different ingredients. Uh, it's it we were just deprived of that because this movie is it has no connecting thread it has no basis in whatever but it was nope no plot no anything and uh it's enjoyable as all hell it's so enjoyable as long as you just remove the fact from your mind that terry belay is not the best guy in the world terrible guy in fact yeah yeah but you know who you know what famous Mm -hmm. director burt kennedy you reeled him right in (laughs) for this thing Famous director Burt Ken- of Dirty Dingus McGee fame? Of, hold on, I got this. I'm on the IMDb. Of Support Your Local Gunfighter fame. Yeah, that's, that's And then what he they said. also did a movie called Support Your Local Sheriff. I'm sorry. Oh, a, yeah. a sequel? He franchised. Really? So laugh at him. Keep laughing at him. Oh, I, I can't laugh at the guy who laugh directed Dirty Dingus the, McGee. All the way to his grave. This is the last movie. <laughs> yes. Wait, is he so dead he's... or is he just directing? Yeah. Yeah, him and Ebert are doing high fives in heaven. Oh, assuming they both went. I'm One of them did not. Jump sure. to, I'm not the Ghost Rider. I don't get to judge people. We'll say the afterlife. High sure. fives in the afterlife. <laughs> Let's get into this thing. What's this thing about? Shep Ramsey is an intergalactic space soldier slash mercenary fighting against the evil General Suter. <laughs> That's the worst name for a general <laughs> ever. General Suter ever. Also, how is this guy only a general? I, I don't know. You think it'd be like Lord Suit? That's worse. Anything with Suitor is just silly. Suitor is not a good. It's not an intimidating name. No, Chef Ramsey Hulk Hogan. He's a sadistic, egotistical, homicidal maniac set on taking over the universe. He's kidnapped President Hashina, who's uh, the president of a planet, <laughs> <laughs> a planet. That's it. And he's taking over the planet. Yeah, and he's but, portrayed by an actor. Want to know how I know he's an actor? 
because he acts acting acting <laughs> Shep infiltrates General Suter's ship and blows it up getting out an escape pod but letting the president die very heroic yes yeah. five minutes into this movie he kills the president and some guy's like hey man great job <laughs> good job <laughs> but you killed the president I would have done it differently also maybe you need a vacation maybe some R&R yeah maybe the trick here is uh just laying low for a little while. You kill the president. Yeah, and you're going to go to Earth? I hate Earthites. <laughs> Earthlings. Line, what are the lines? Earthites. Earthites. He calls them Earthites? Yep. Because later on he calls them Earthlings, and I went, that's not what they were before. <laughs> Honestly, though, very, very relatable. Earthites? Oh, yeah, I hate Earthites. No, just Earthites. hating Earthlings yep. or Earth, Earthlites or whatever we want to call ourselves. Well, he was adamant that he didn't need a vacation, and he slammed his ship's control panel with his fist, which is what made him need to land on Earth. Yeah, he broke he broke that he, ship. He broke a ship broke with good. his big old Hulk fists. Hulk smash. But Hulk smash. Shouldn't that ship have been built for him? Should have been able to withhold with help, you know, stand up to <laughs> <laughs> him hitting the console like that. Anyway, he lands on Earth and his his ship is gonna need six weeks to recharge. Six so, weeks. To backtrack, this movie, because I was very confused about this. Is this, executive produced by Hulk Hogan. This, <laughs> that, that makes a lot of Don't sense. Don't forget it. Right, right. <laughs> this movie takes place over time. Six weeks, allegedly. Uh, there's like a there's time maybe. that passes in this movie, right? Am I mistaken on that? Because we it saw was night very twice, I believe. I believe we did see nighttime twice. But yeah, six weeks. So it was at least two days. Maybe I would love six it. Like, weeks. It would start off like Christopher Lloyd. He's like, all right, I'm going to work. 921.0 gigawatts. He'd just go to work. <laughs> 1.20. And then Hogan would walk around for like, I don't know, five minutes, pump a mime in the, uh, punch a mime in the face. And then Christopher Lloyd was like back like three minutes later. Like it was his full day. It, 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 yeah. Yeah. It, it was that's, like a That's all right. Dream. That's how that, that's how long you work in yeah. Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fever dream of a movie. Charlie Wilcox. Christopher Lloyd. Is Marty a, Marty? Yeah, no, uh, he's a suburban dad and architect whose wife Jenny, played by Shelley Duvall, is pressuring him to ask for a raise. But Charlie has absolutely no backbone and can't confront his boss, Adrian Belts, who walks all over him. Larry Miller, Larry Miller, he's a treat. It's great, he was so good. He's always so slimy. I love him so much great. in everything. By the way, I, I wrote in my notes here, quote, We are all Christopher Lloyd, <laughs> okay, the everyman, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I believe things just as fast as he does. Mm-hmm. Wait for it. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, boy. I almost said Shrek, but Shep crashes into Shre- an abandoned nightclub. Shrek Ramsey. He's Shrek now. Sh- Shrek Ramsey. Yeah, he crashes into Come an abandoned me, donkey. nightclub. My donkey brother. Plugs in his ship into a nightclub. Sure. Because that's, that's where he recharged. It's the 90s, 91, 1991. What a year to be alive. Ugh, Earthites. This is where he says Earthlings. Already? Yep. It's a quick switch. Yeah, well, this movie's well-written. Also, Charlie can't run a yellow light. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Yeah. Shep walks down Main Street in a small suburban town, helping civilians with vending machines and dogs locked in cars along the way, until he comes across a flyer that says, apartment for rent, with an arrow. Just pointing in a general That's direction. <laughs> Somewhere over there, there's an apartment. Yeah, what I find more interesting is how when he's walking down the street people are going like oh where'd you a closet Every you get out of single person they're making like, fun of his clothes you don't shop of off the rack do you the giant human being that's walking down the street this man looks like no one else in the world nobody has he kind of looks like hulk hogan besides him of course but nobody has that giant bald head with the long <laughs> blonde hair yeah the, the walking around skullet, they call it is that what it is there it is oh yeah skullet. i love it 
That's terrific. Yeah, you got your skull on top and party in the back. Party in the back. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> Death in the front, party in the back. His face just looks like he smelled something bad at all times. Oh, oh wow. Like, yeah. Who did that, brother? Where's that coming from, brother? <laughs> Within the first like 10 minutes, he gets some dude naked. He steals his clothes and he buys his dog dinner. They could have just ended the movie right there. I don't know that he bought the dog dinner or just let the dog eat the rest of the other guy's dinner. Uh, I got the, the extended cut and he actually he bought the dog dinner. Interesting. How'd the dog pay? Why do we not talk about that? Because I, that's I called, think... that's theft. I was going to say Shep paid, but he doesn't have he earth, doesn't have money. earth money. He doesn't well, have earth money. That doesn't stop him from getting a fucking apartment. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> What's your background check? I'm going to drop the leg on you. That's my background check, Shelly. You got you yeah. got. The... Speaking of which, they do call her Shelly a couple times in the movie, even though her character's name is Jenny. Do they really? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I'm going to throw this out there. Shelly Duvall, kind of a babe. What? Yeah, kind of a babe. Now you're, you're Shelley Duvall, famously not a babe. Leaning oh. heavily on the word "kind of" right now, right? No, 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 no. There, there's a scene early in the movie where she's choking out Christopher Lloyd, and honestly, I had to put it on pause for a little bit, catch my breath. <laughs> choking out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like uh, what's her face? Uh, yeah, Gold she wraps the arm around him. And this is real. This this actually does happen. And she makes uh, Christopher Lloyd promise to ask for a raise at work. Right. He's not wrong. Yep, that that does happen. None of you and guys that found that for like the a little. Skull. None of you found it like a little. You know. You know. Nope, because I've seen Shelley Duvall in The Shining and uh-huh. in Popeye. Yeah. And both of those are hot roles. Not a babe. Yo, smoke it at both roles. Oh. That's everyone. That's what they <laughs> say about love The Shining. love to drop a leg yeah, on that, is, brother. Oh, that's Shelley. Uh, I would have loved the movie, but I kept getting distracted by, by Shelley Duvall. Duvall. <laughs> Every time she smiled, and <laughs> my, my screen broke a little bit, but we got through it. So I'm Charlie too- arrives <laughs> home from work, but his neighbors have blocked the driveway with their dumb race car. <laughs> Because they're dicks. <laughs> I forgot about the race cars. <laughs> Charlie just goes along with it. He's like, fine, I'll park across the street. Also, there's some punks who are driving their Camaro way too fast in the neighborhood. Jenny tries to seduce Charlie with a share wig. Mm-hmm. That was terrifying. Mm-hmm. So scary. Terrifying. It did it for Novak. Oh, my God. Yes, it did. <laughs> That's his search history there. Just oh, no. Put no, on no, a share wig. Shelly Duvall yeah. Anyone in a share wig. wig. It's like Seth Rogen in a share wig. All right. Yeah, I'll do it for I, Novak. Good shot, <laughs> I guess. But Charlie just wants to go to his workshop and hammer some stuff to work out his aggression. There's a problem there. Seems like he has got something to hammer on right there, but... Famously but... not a babe. Unfortunately. Oh. Well, neither is Christopher Walken. It's not Christopher Walken. Wow. Oh, my God. Christopher neither is Christopher Walken, Lloyd. But you're right. <laughs> this movie would be so much None better of them. with Christopher this Walken. This movie. Oh. Would it? I don't I know. was I don't frozen know. today. Oh, I kind of love that, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I'm going to put this armor on and help this woman who's about to be sexually accosted in a dark alleyway. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I am such a hero to my family now. Wow. <laughs> Santa Claus, afraid not. <laughs> Unfortunately for Charlie, Jenny has transformed the workshop into an apartment in a day. In a yep. day. As because- we know, the Property Brothers, they pop by and... Yeah, they, they did their work. They I don't like, know what they do. Workshop and showing efficient. up, <laughs> sexy and efficient. <laughs> That's what's on their card. Two things that probably not. Also, describe the property brothers. <laughs> <laughs> because somehow she knew that Charlie would not be asking for that raise. Well, because yeah. if there's anything she knows, it's it's her man. It's because she was holding him in that that arm lock, and she did not feel a fear boner at all. And she, <laughs> she just like, knew right away. Like, yeah, he already <laughs> tapped out. He's not asking for that raise. Then Shep shows up to rent the apartment. And shame on me for thinking that flyer was ineffective. 
for some reason, Shep eats dinner with them. That's what all landlords do. They serve their tenants every night. I go, the shed? Up, I go into the very well, nice. Know. It's a, the shed is like a bungalow. Well, that's because Shelley Duvall did such a good job of renovating it. Right. That night, Charlie spies on him and sees him stowing weapons under his mattress. Naturally, he turns one on and fires through a wall and blows up his neighbor's race car. But the weapon being turned on allowed some alien bounty hunters to be able to start tracing Shep's location. I don't want anyone to be fooled into thinking that we have a plot yet. I don't want anyone nope. to be no, fooled. No, 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 no. Nope. By the way, do you guys we know have... who one of the bounty it's... hunters is? No, I have no idea. Please, inform me. <laughs> I'm going to do it in the uh, <laughs> voice of his that old was, manager. That was just pathetic. Of Brian going, go ahead, Dave. <laughs> guys, go I ahead. Don't, I don't get to talk Say about, the thing. I don't get to talk about wrestling that much, all right? Give this to me, because it was the under. Hulk Hogan's a wrestler? Wait, what? I only know him from watching sex tapes. I'm sorry, what? That got leaked. That's uh, Dave's pastime. Yeah. Wait, leaked oh, sex, tapes sex tapes got leaked today? <laughs> <laughs> Told you. I just gawk on him. Oh. They call me, they call me gawker. Oh, no. We'll get yeah. to that. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, what are we getting to? <laughs> are you not Nothing. familiar with this? Oh, no, I'm very... Okay. I, I know what you're talking about. Okay, Absolutely. okay. No. no. I was, Dave, I say, was your, say your thing. Say your thing. About, I already said my thing. Not Kane. So uh, this is. I hate you guys. And so in the in the voice of his old manager, it's the Undertaker. The Undertaker. That's your Paul Bear. He practiced it in front of the mirror tape. <laughs> that's yeah. That's like a dead all on day Undertaker. You can't do it any better. You're right. Fair. Undertaker. I'm going to double like down. Good. Can you give <laughs> us just, just one more to make sure we have a clear recording uh-huh, of it? Uh-huh. Okay, I got it. Undertaker. I didn't need that at all, but I love that you did it. Oh. I think. Yeah, it's the Undertaker. He's I, here. You can print money with that impression. <laughs> but this not is American like a pre-Undertaker. Currency. This is before he was ever in the WWF. Vince McMahon said, hey, take this job. I got a feeling about you, big kid. Yeah. And he, and he went. We're going to parlay this. I don't know how he sounds because he doesn't ever talk. So. Surprisingly higher pitch voice than you'd expect. That's such a good bit in this movie. I, I think they probably came up with a bit because his voice is actually higher pitched than you'd expect. Yeah, but still. <laughs> that is not true. He's got the highest pitch voice in the WWF history. Everybody Everyone knows, knows that. that. Stop it. Fact. Oh, oh, stop. Yeah, that. They, they, they were deciding between The Undertaker or Helium Boy. Helium Boy. Ah, uh, would have been a good name. Yeah. Because he looks like he's inflated like a helium balloon. It'd exactly. He just floats above the ring. That's it. And he was only going to wrestle on Thanksgiving Day. That was it. Yeah. Sponsored by Macy's. Of course. Charlie goes to confront Shep in the morning, but is intimidated by him bench pressing a drill press and a bandsaw. <laughs> <laughs> and also he has to leave for work. So he's like, you know what? I'm just going to go. And then Jenny starts screaming, but it turns out she's just watching TV. She's watching some daytime TV. It's got some scream she's therapy going on. Screaming for your health. But now he's in the house, so things can happen. The mailman comes by, and he thinks he's like a villain. So he's going to fight off the mailman. Sure. He knows what an apartment is with an arrow pointing to it. Doesn't know what a mailman is. No clue what a mailman is. But then also there's a kid that comes by. It's the paper boy. And he's going to fight the paper boy too. Yeah, because the paper boy threw a paper at him. And then Ugh. he launches that paper and paper boy gets hit off screen. Bullseye, smartass. We see him in a bush. Perfect. When it cuts back to it because nothing ever happens on screen in this movie. <laughs> That's true. Also, it seemed like Charlie's kid was rushing him to get him to school. But now he's just skateboarding around with his friends. Yeah, how do these the kids know who Hogan is, by the way? They they all know Ramsey by name. He's been living in this apartment for maybe a day? A, a day? And they're like, hey, Shep, what's up? They challenge Shep to 
skateboard. He falls on his ass and throws the skateboard into space. Yep, he got real mad and hurled that sucker. Yeah, as one is wont to do. Charlie still can't drive through a yellow light. Still can't drive through a yellow light. He, he is sitting at this yellow light, and we see this multiple times. He's revving the engine, looking side to side like he's going to race for some pink <clears> slips. <throat> and then when he goes, <laughs> he's like the only one who doesn't get through this yellow light. The Just car stops. behind him gets into the other lane and goes. Yep. He stops mid-intersection and reverses back. Backwards to get out of the box. Come yeah. on, man. This is a euphemism, There's a lot of getting right? out of the box because because Shelley Duvall comes on to him multiple times, ah, and he does not want to be there. So has got to get out of the box. That is just a metaphor. But so, yeah, this, this this yellow light is a metaphor, right, for penis stuff, right? I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. It always comes back to penis. It's got to be penis stuff. I I thought it was backbone stuff, but now that you say penis stuff, that makes sense. I mean, this whole movie's kind of just one walking penis metaphor. I'm starting to take issue with your, we are all Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> we are all Christopher Lloyd. The Wilcox's next door neighbor, Dusty, shares war stories with Shep. Sometimes you got to win to lose. Stop that. That's I can't believe that you line. actually had one in this because uh, the whole movie. I would is... just be, dr- my hands would be bruised by the end of this thing <laughs> if we just kept doing that. <laughs> that was a big one. Charlie comes home and his driveway is blocked again because somehow the race car is okay after being blown up the night before. That's what happens whenever you don't film an order. <laughs> <laughs> Shep picks the car up and moves it, angering the neighbors, and they threaten to sue him because it's the 90s. That's actually very funny. It's very good. Because mm-hmm. you think that these guys are going to be like, we're going to fight you. And they're like, no, what do you, it's the 90s. What, what are you going to do? You? Punch me in the face? Break all my bones? <laughs> he goes through like a whole list. Feed my remains to a warthog? What? Yeah. No. It's the 90s. We're going to sue you. By the way, I, I made a note here, and I wrote, 30 minutes in, and nothing has happened in this movie except for suburban inconveniences. It was exactly 30 minutes. That was when exactly was like, 30 minutes. Can my I just exa- see? My exact note that I have written down is, 30 minutes in, there is still no plot. <laughs> and I announced it to Brian while like, we watched this. Excuse me. I just have to check how much is left in this movie, because nothing's happened yet. <laughs> That's no, amazing. Can't. This movie, thus far, has been about parking disputes. Yeah, and Hulk Hogan just walking around doing things. Which I can he's still a, probably he's watch. He's a fish out of water. <laughs> Little Mark is skateboarding down the street, and here comes that Camaro again. Shep saves the boy and then chases down the ignorant driver and tolls the car. Then they have chocolate cake. <laughs> that sounds so bizarre. There's no time <laughs> it, in this movie. Because There's it no is. Time. It's very bizarre. I, I don't know if I was happier to be a coward before <laughs> or uh, had this, this is, feeling where I am now. This is our new normal, Dave. Charlie, still suspicious of Shep, follows him around. Shep helps a woman retrieve her stolen purse, destroys the sentient alarm of a sports car, rescues a mime by breaking out his force field and punches oh, him in the face. that's such a good bit. How the mime's there and he's like, you must be trapped in one of those force fields, brother. Let me get you out. <laughs> he just punches the mime square in the face. You're welcome, brother. And finally checks out a spaceship. Charlie breaks into the ship after Shep leaves and goes on some adventuring of his own. While Shep is preoccupied at an arcade and helping the mime again, Charlie puts on his suit and helps rescue a woman from a couple of thugs. So let, let's pump the brakes right here because from one out, while I was watching this, I thought, okay, Hogan is just going out in the middle of the night right now for a jog wearing boots and jeans or whatever like any normal guy does. And he's like punching mimes and he's saving people and he's beating up cars. But then he goes into an arcade that's filled with children in the middle of the night. Time is yeah. irrelevant in this movie. The 90s. It, nothing is happening. Everything is happening at once. It's a flat circle. I, w- I felt like it was a peyote dream watching this movie. <laughs> yeah, but it's – well. Wait, were you not hanging out in the middle of the night at arcades as a child? I uh, was not a popular child. 
Which Sir, is you did not take full advantage of the 90s, then. Uh, no. And I also, know. have you ever beaten an arcade game and you beat it so badly that it started smoking and exploded and a white flag came out of it to surrender? <laughs> that actually Only happened. once. Yeah. No, that happened with me and Mrs. <laughs> Pac-Man, but there were other reasons that we don't need to get into for this podcast. No, I think we do. No, I think I think I need to know I think what we happened. Do. Uh, well, uh, I'm just gonna say this: uh, you're I, at the right height for the coin return, I, and you and, just you just and, and the it right in. size too, brother. It's nice and square, as all penises are. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, yeah, checks out. Yeah. Let's just say this: Mrs. Pac-Man and I just we understood each other. We both like pellets and hate ghosts. That's what gets <laughs> all right. <out> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put Home, that in your obituary one day. Home wrecker. Yeah. <laughs> You are home wrecker. No, 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 no. Her and Mr. Pac-Man are related, I think, right? No. Yeah, by marriage. Her name is Mrs. No, I believe it. Is it a Miss or a Mrs. situation? I think her first name is Mrs. and her last name is Pac-Man. This could also be like a Mario Mario situation. I remember the last Mario thing Mario. that Mrs. Pac-Man said to me before we split our, you know, went our separate ways and it was so deep. Waka, 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 waka. And I just, <laughs> yeah, I understood that. Uh, it's Miss Pac-Man. Yeah. Oh, well, in that case, who cares? So she's a mistress. But. Anyway, <laughs> they, guys, there's a rape scene coming up, so let's just go with, let's just go with that. <laughs> let's go towards that rape scene in this PG movie. Yeah, that'd be great. Yes. Yeah, you know, this this small town has a lot of crime. By the way, where there's does, a lot of crime Where happening. does this movie take place? Because I, I thought it was like the suburbs, but then clearly Christopher Lloyd's office. By the name, you would think it's the suburbs. It's uh, any town USA. But like Christopher Lloyd's Any office. Any town with a lot of crime, USA. It's yeah. clearly like in a skyscraper that's like 50 stories up in the air. Like, Yeah. What? You don't live in a small suburban town with one giant skyscraper? I mean, yeah, but he wasn't there. Well, the thing about a suburb is it's usually near an herb mm. <laughs> in which people who live in the suburb It's underneath the herb. Commute to it's for work. Suburb. It's underneath Right, it. underneath the herb. This is where Futurama came in with Old New York. Right, old New York and then new New York. Uh-huh. Correct. That's uh-huh. the suburb herb uh-huh. and the herb. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, you you live in Matt the Granny, suburbs. He knows what he's talking about. You live in the suburbs. You commute to the herbs. Yeah, you go up the elevator to the herbs. That's where you can't run the yellow light. Correct. It's in your commute. Right. To the herbs. Right. Hmm. I have nothing I to say to this. Way more about the setting of this movie than you did. <laughs> I literally, <laughs> you really dug deep. I uh, I was just trying to rack my brain for a, uh, a suburban location. I also had a, a, a shit ton of abandoned warehouses and like a really nice downtown. And I was just trying to figure out where the hell Larry Miller would be hanging out. You never been to Hartford, Connecticut? I don't plan on it. Smart answer. That's, yeah. that's uh, how you stay alive. That's correct. Yeah, Connecticut, huh? That's all I have. Charlie puts <laughs> <laughs> Charlie puts on Shep's suit and helps rescue a woman from getting raped in this PG movie. By the way, did you guys notice his codpiece after the uh, after he saves the woman? I actually did not. See I did not. Yet. Okay, so the woman um, who was just a uh, well, just I think her name was random plot device. She uh, no, because like, that means there's a plot. That's I true. believe her name in the credits was woman, and then in parentheses, hooker. Get the fuck out of here! Really? That's what it's listed as on IMDb anyway. A PG movie. Wow. Okay, so. This woman, uh, after Christopher Lloyd, uh, again, saves this woman uh, from a, a potential rape in this PG movie starring Hulk Hogan. Uh, she she <laughs> offers to uh, reward Christopher Lloyd, and it, clearly it's kind of implicit, and he backs away, but you see his codpiece lighting up. So clearly he was a little aroused from the situation. 
I did not notice that. He's because got the fear boner. I was not looking at Christopher Lloyd's cod piece. I was always looking at every cod piece and headband in this movie. The only two things I would look at. <laughs> cod so pieces many, and headbands. So many headbands in this movie. There were a so lot of cod many. pieces and headbands. Uh, headbands? <laughs> headpants? That's not a head thing, pants. right? We haven't head, invented headpants yet. Not yet. Okay. TM. That's coming soon. Trademark that. I'm a time book. traveler. Where I come from, we have headpants. This movie's weird. <laughs> it's just a weird movie. How do you feel about challenging us at this point? Challenging? To a movie where nothing happens. Ah, this is like Seinfeld, the movie, but, you know, with aliens. And Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, and uh, him and Kramer probably have the same amount of racist diatribes, so it kind of works out. Fair enough. Checks yeah. out. So by saving this woman, Charlie activated the alien weapons, and now the bounty hunters have zeroed in on Earth as Shep's location. And also a skateboard flies across their path. Which is very funny. It's great. Very good bit. Great gag. The next morning, Shep hears a young Elizabeth Moss crying about her cat stuck in a tree. In one of her first roles. When she reveals it's not her cat, Shep just lets go of the branch and sends the cat flying. Yep, sends it straight to hell. That's where I imagine cats go. Definitely. Then he goes to find a ripe melon. It explodes it all over this nice old lady. Yeah, she says, you got to find the soft ones. I found a really good one. Wow, I found a good one. Yeah. Then he sees the mime again, but this time the mime runs off because he's smart-ish. He's still a a mime in this suburban town. Right. So he doesn't make the best life decisions. But I like how the mime goes, no, no, no. You can have the rope, (laughs) which is great. (laughs) Shepard visits his ship and sees the bounty hunters on his scanner and realizes his stuff has been tampered with. By the only other person in this movie. Right. So he shows up to Charlie's office and gets in a confrontation with Adrian Belts' secretary, Margie. She's the lady in this movie. Joanne Deering. Sure. Yeah. She's in other movies, maybe. Probably. Not as the hot world as- may uh, never know. Not as hot as Shelley Duvall. That's not right at all. Well, that's where I'm going to have to disagree with you, brother. Yeah. They called the movie The Shining because every time Shelley Duvall smiled and the lights caught it just right, it shined. That is just- Because those teeth I thought it was about something large. else, but- that checks out. Well, too. she's not sexy in that movie because she's being threatened with a knife. It's tough to look sexy when you're being threatened with a knife. No, no, because well, you're talking about needing a fear boner in this thing, and that's that movie is built on fear boner for you. Then yeah, for like Jack Nicholson. I said too much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I didn't even have time to react to that. <laughs> anyway, hey, let's talk about how that secretary pulls a gun on Ramsey. <laughs> she sure does. That's how you solve all problems. Ah, oh, thank God. Belts has tasked Charlie with finishing the blueprints for the big project due that night at a party. But Shep confronts him about messing with his stuff. So now everybody's confronting Charlie. He's like, I don't know what to do. Is it really a big deal that I touched your alien stuff? He's like, yeah, it's a pretty big deal, man. There's bounty hunters coming to kill me. Margie threatens them both with a gun, so they leave the office. Christopher Lloyd is possibly the most understanding person ever of going, you're an alien. Neat. Oh. All right. Then. I will not ask any questions. Yeah. By the way, just 55, go about our five. Fifty-five minutes in, Christopher Lloyd <laughs> is finally asking what Hogan is. Yeah. What's your story, dude? Who lives basically in my house? Shep is in a hurry, so he pulls the door off of Charlie's car, and together they retrace the steps from the night before. They eventually make their way to a bank that's being robbed by the thugs from last night, but now they have a freeze ray. Shep thwarts the robbery, but Charlie's frozen, and the bounty hunters show up. That's so good. Christopher Lloyd, Frozen. Brilliant. so good. It's the best acting in this whole movie. It is, especially when he's in the car, and he's hanging out the sunroof or whatever it is, Yeah, and he's just 
very frozen. And so he, frozen. He's doing it so well too. And I think this is he's got like the... leaning on Hulk Hogan. And he's pushing him over. It's just so good. It's a professional actor. So I think this scene might have the best line of the whole movie too, because these two thugs or, or thieves or whatever they are, they pull the uh, freeze gun on Hogan and they shoot it. And you just see Hogan just has a vial of blue stuff, drinks it down. And he goes, "Antifreeze, antifreeze." So and as good. a child, I thought that that was a realistic solution to a potentially realistic dilemma I would have to one day <laughs> sure. encounter. I someday, thought, if somebody pulls a freeze ray on me, I know how to fix that problem. Yeah, my my six year old self was like, "That really adds up. If I don't want to freeze, I need to drink antifreeze." It is such a good line. Makes sense. Yeah. And that's why, to this day, uh, Novak carries around a little flask full of antifreeze. No, 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 no. I grew up. I realized that if I want to unfreeze myself, I just need to drink alcohol. He gets it. It's less exciting. That's a but very it's adult true. maneuver. No. Oh. You just got to put on a beer jacket. Shep locks the bounty hunters in the vault and drives Frozen Charlie back to the ship so Shep can take off and escape the bounty hunters because all of a sudden it doesn't matter that he needs six weeks to charge. Nope. We had two days, possibly. But his ship's power source just blows up. So now he's stuck there. Shep intends to use Charlie as a decoy, but Charlie stands up for himself for the first time ever. And Shep's like, all right, fine. I'll fight the bounty hunters myself. I'll probably die, but at least they'll leave. Charlie asks if there's any other way. Luckily, the one thing Shep needs for his ship is exactly what Charlie's boss keeps in his office. Wowie zowie. What's happening here? He needs some sort of very specific crystal. And he's like, I know where to find it, Marty. (laughs) Were these crystals ever referenced earlier in the movie? No. Yeah, they were. Were they? No. Yeah, he points to him in his office. He's like, those right there are the blah, 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 crystals. Were they really? Yeah, absolutely. By the way, oh, shit. They got Larry Miller mesmerized me. I couldn't even, the acting prowess. They're called it. simian crystals, and he needs there it is. 40 pounds of simian crystals. Right. I imagine each simian crystal is 10 pounds, because he's got four of them. So they go to the office party, and Margie immediately starts hitting on Shep, because, of course. Yeah. I'm not going to let you skip what happens during yeah. this whole heart-to-heart that Christopher Lloyd and Hulk Hogan have. Oh? How he's breaking it all down. Christopher Lloyd's talking about all of his problems while he's all wet because now he's unfrozen. Yeah. And how he's talking to Hulk Hogan, trying to convince him, I guess. Is this what's happening? He's trying to convince him to that he can't help him save the world or whatever? I, it I could be. He's that... like complaining because this is where Christopher Lloyd yells out, I was frozen today! <laughs> <laughs> and just that exclamation. Yeah. It's, uh... You could just put that on the trailer. It's and cuckoo. Done. I'm in. Oh, I'll watch that. He was frozen today. I'm in. The nostalgia critic Doug Walker met Christopher Lloyd for, at an autograph signing yeah. and got him to say, I was frozen today. Now, did Christopher Lloyd know what movie that was from? Because there's no way he remembers this movie. Unsure. I don't know if anybody remembers this movie. I, I, have I think you're the only one who remembers this movie. Hulk Hogan does because he remembers everything when he was on film. Brother. Uh, by the way, how did they get tuxedos <laughs> so quickly for this fancy party they're going to? Because Tommy Wiseau stepped in and... <laughs> to direct the scene. Oh, oh hi, Hulk. <laughs> I get time and does he not said, exist in this universe. Playing football or whatever they did in the room. Yeah. yeah. Just tossing some football around in tuxedos. Of course. On their way to Belt's office, Shep confides that he's jealous of Charlie's life and that he has everything. The crystals aren't in Belt's office because he's using them to woo the- The Japanese. The Japanese clients he's so that he racist has. Too. He's so bad. But it's like hilariously racist. How when he asked for a drink order, he's like, "Hey, you guys want a kamikaze?" Oh uh, god! Uh, uh. I think I actually said at this point, at that point, "Oh wow, he's really an asshole." Huh? 
the Japanese guys to the interpreter are saying, I don't think I'm going to like this guy. And I like how the interpreter yeah. says, like, oh, he's very pleased to meet you. And the interpreter then says, coward. coward. <laughs> I like when the interpreter says, uh, when this guy shovels it, he uses two hands. <laughs> That's so Not good. the interpreter, the <laughs> Japanese guy. To the interpreter. Anyway, they go to the new wing where Belts is showing off the plans that he doesn't have because Charlie is supposed to show up with them. He gets rid of him, telling him that the plans are in his car. They go back to Belts' office. Charlie steals the crystals with Shep, and then the bounty hunters show up, and it's time for a rebar folding competition. That's what you do. Shep wins with the bunny rabbit. <laughs> That's all it takes. Then he usually. sends one guy crashing through the floor, and they fight. The, and then he fights the Undertaker. He sends him flying up through the ceiling by malfunctioning his rocket boots. Then the first guy comes back, and they fight it out, but he gets squashed by the elevator. Then the Undertaker is on the elevator, and he comes out, He's got a really silly little boy's voice. Yeah. It's a very funny bit. It's very funny. I'm sorry. Did these rocket shoes remind you guys of another movie from the 90s that was very bad and that you will have to cover one day because I will pester you to cover it one day after this? Oh, so you have a follow-up. Oh, you cowards. Fuck yeah, I do. (laughs) What is it? Straight out of Super Mario Brothers. It's on the list. Oh, it better be on the list. It's got Super in the name. Also, the music during the scene is better than Superman, but go on. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. You know so, what? I'm going to give it to you just to not have this argument. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm I'm taking Dave off the list of recommended podcast guests? Ooh. Is that, no, is he's that what dead. you said? He's dead to okay. us. Oh, yeah. You know who did the music for this movie? Yeah, David Michael Frank. Uh, no, I was going to say God himself. He <laughs> <laughs> came down. He touched his finger mm-hmm. to this movie. He said... There you go, movie. Yep. You've got the perfect score. Uh, the world was totally fine until 1991, until God decided he wanted to put his work into this movie instead. So Hulk and the Undertaker go spinning around because of rocket boots, and then Shep sends him flying into a wall, and that kills him, I guess? The bounty hunters are gone. Everything should be fine. Shep plans to leave immediately so nobody else comes to find him. He sends Charlie back to his house to make sure there are no more traceable devices left over. But wouldn't you know it, General Souter is at the Wilcox house for Remember him? reasons. Me neither. Why would he go to their house? I don't know. There's only one house in this entire world. Makes... The entire planet. Right. You got to show up at it. You have to know which he house saw is. A sign it was in the space one for rent. That had, had an, an arrow. arrow pointing for apartment. <laughs> and that's where it showed up. <laughs> this is my third favorite line in this movie coming up, by the way. He goes, because uh, 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 Charlie shows back up to the house and he goes, oh, this is serious. And he goes, yes, Charlie, this is. Serious. I'm like, wow, you know what? I would like to hear this guy's vision as Emperor of the Universe. Let me give him a shot. I think he has a lot of good points. Say what you want about William Ball. The man knows how to build suspense and I believe this was also his last move. I think you're right. But he uh, made choices, to say the least. He definitely made choices. Decisions (laughs) were made, and we're all better off for them. General Souter takes the family hostage and makes Charlie bring him to Shep's ship. Even though he should have the same technology to find the ship that ever. Anyway, Shep secretly sets the ship to self destruct and tells Suter to let the family go and he can do whatever he wants with Shep. Sometimes you gotta lose to win, man. Remember that? Me neither. They leave Charlie. <laughs> they-, <laughs> they leave, but Charlie drops the family off and says he's gotta go back to help Shep. There's so much bullshit reasons. happening right now. I'm so over this movie. It's insane. Charlie hits Suter with the car, and he thinks Shep has died, so he takes on Suter himself. He grabs Shep's Nintendo Power Glove and grabs Suter by the balls, 
which is apparently a move, a move that transforms him into a giant monster. Everyone's got balls. Yeah, in fact. So why doesn't matter where you are in the galaxy? So all right. So the emperor, when he becomes Swamp Thing, for a lack of a better term, he's yeah. like ten times more powerful. So why wouldn't you be Swamp Thing all the time? Right? Like it makes you so much more powerful. Great question. That's a Let's very good question. Not like think about it too hard. Oh, hold on. Suburban command. This guy wakes hold up on. in the morning. He asks the like, question. I have the answer. Yes. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this Anytime guy, Hulk Hogan gets asked a question in this movie, his answer is shut, shut up. Shut up. This guy wakes up in the morning. He's like, hmm, I can either be Swamp Thing or a middle aged white guy. Hmm. <laughs> He's not middle aged. This was his last movie. He is. Oh, this is his guy. last End last of age. Movie. End of age. Oh, I thought oh. he just got blackballed. Oh, I didn't realize he died. Yeah, because of Suburban That's Commando. right. McCarthy is in 1991. Wow. <laughs> because of, yes. Shep <laughs> <laughs> oh. electrocutes General Suter and then runs the passed out Charlie out of the building as the ship self-destructs. Kaboom. This is all thrilling. You you sound thrilled. Never been more thrilled. Charlie shows up at work and quits. Shep does some sweet skateboard tricks. Elizabeth Moss's cat is in the tree again. So Shep pulls the branch down, and when she reaches for the cat, he lets go and launches tiny Elizabeth Moss into the air. He runs and catches her and tells her to get a goldfish. Get a goldfish, brother. Charlie and the family send Shep off in the bounty hunter's ship. Margie's joining him for science, and they all say goodbye. Then Charlie runs a red light and shoots a light out with one of Shep's weapons. Right. This entire movie is to make Charlie a stronger character so that he has the ability to... Run a red light, or at least run a yellow. Run a yellow light, light. yeah. Oh, and God. that's a uh, suburban commando. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. We did it. Wonderful. All right, we did so it for you. You might be asking us, what's so super about this movie? I feel like this movie is super in the sense that Star Kid was super. <laughs> I will throw. This I out drew the there. same will, parallel. Actually, I will posit this: this movie yeah. is just a modern day, well, '90s modern day. Uh, 30 years 90s, ago, 30 years modern, ago, modern day. day. You know, we, don't, we don't need to do math on this podcast, all right? We can't. Nerdy Thursday's not here. Oh, I get that reference. So this movie is just a, a 90s adaptation of Superman. It's the same plot line, right? You have this alien who's a uh, whatever, he's super powerful. He, he, he becomes a earthling for whatever reason. He becomes almost abandoned on the planet. He, he initially doesn't like humans, but then he grows up to love them and protect them. This is Superman, but better, with a better score behind it, too. That tracks. I, it all checks out. <laughs> yeah, it all brother. adds up. All checks out. Yes. Oh, Henry Cavill who, brother? Yeah, famous executive producer Hulk Hogan. He made sure to follow that Superman formula to a T. <laughs> I should note. Brother. Mm-hmm. At no point in this movie does he say the word brother. No. <laughs> Not once. Not even once. He doesn't once. do it. Maybe Which that's a, what we're A wrong. real shame, I think. They, they leaned away. Yeah. Didn't mention the word vitamins at all. No. Would you guys rather watch this movie or Superman 3? I've never seen Superman 3, but I assume this movie. I assume this movie. Yep. I have <laughs> seen Superman 3, and I still assume this movie. You heard it Superman here. Superman 3 is not very good people. at all. <laughs> the cave podcasters agree that this movie is better than Superman 3. three. Yeah, yeah, the three of us agree that this movie is better than Superman. Hey, there you go. Hulk Hogan actually said that he'd be he would gladly make a sequel if he was ever asked to. Because he loves being on film. He's been asked by millions <laughs> oh, of little God. Hulkamaniacs all over the world if he's ever going to make a sequel. He did say he would not invest any money himself no. into it. But this is also a pretty good movie, especially since Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito were supposed to be. In yeah. This oh, thing. are you talking about Urban Commando? <laughs> 
Oh, they moved to the <laughs> suburbs, and, and those two boys went on and did twins. They did twins, and New Line was like, eh, we could probably do it with somebody else. We still have a script here. We'll just throw whoever. Executive producer Hulk Hogan, you want to act? Oh, yeah, brother. I've oh, always been trying to man. do that, brother. Again, trying this, to branch out. This movie would have been so much better as like a, an episodic just show of Hulk Hogan dicking around the suburbs. It would have been great. It really would have been excellent. Oh, like attending He's town council wrong. meetings? We got to increase our... <laughs> Budget about road pavings, brother. Apartment 11D still has their Christmas ornaments up too late. Oh, Hogan just showing up the Homeowners Association meetings. Oh, the fees are too high. <laughs> It'll be the best. Yeah. It'll be the best. I think the thing that blows my mind most about this movie. It costs $11 million to make. <laughs> the film opened to $1.9 million. And I ask, how? How did it even open to that? This is 1991. All right, so. 19- Hulk's huge in 91. He's huge, but. He's, no, he's not. He's at the end of being huge in ninety one. He goes away until he's part of NWO. No, in the wrestling world. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. He, he. This is like the Twilight Hulk, I believe. Because no. I remember Hulk. He, I don't remember. He, wait, Hulk. so he a... turns into a vampire? Yes, shiny and everything. All right, so you are right. And so, then Batman, to an extent, you are right. So like eighty six to eighty eight, we're gonna call like peak Hulkamania. So this is definitely like on his way oh, yeah. down in popularity. I'm just trying to extend my career, brother. But he that's was, what he's doing uh, now. He was up until he was there until about 1993, and then he made the jump over to WCW, where it, he, it was a shot in the arm to begin with, and then it kind of fizzled out because people were kind of tired of Hulkamania at that point. But this movie was because made he it. had a leg drop. People realize this guy's not very good in the ring. Uh, also, yeah. Suburban Commando. <laughs> That's right. Eric Bischoff went. Listen, Hulkster. I saw you in Suburban Commando. <laughs> hey, Shep. I don't think you have the chops. <laughs> He was in a, what was that show? Uh, what was the name of that show on TNT or TBS that he was on? Um, Tropic Thunder. Do you guys remember Tropic Thunder? Nobody else does. Okay, fine. Nope. Yep. No, I don't. Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah, he's this guy playing another Jack guy. Jack This guy's another guy. Oh, no, no, no. Guy. It wasn't Tropic Thunder. Okay. Sorry. Duh. Thunder in Paradise. I'm an idiot. We still Oh, Days of Thunder with a with the Tom race card. Yep. Uh, you know what? Yeah, let's go with that one. It's probably better. All right, yeah. yeah. I think that's exactly incoming message from the big giant web. Oh, this is exciting. Big Giant Web is a podcast within a podcast where we explore the dark corners of the internet for stories that are fringe superhero related. Professional wrestlers in superhero movies. Oh, no. We've had a few. Kevin Nash as the Super Shredder in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Secret of Views. He was the Russian and Punisher. Jesse the Body Ventura was a random Arkham Asylum Garden, Batman and Robin. Tyler Maine as Sabretooth in X-Men. Triple H as Jarko Grimwell oh, in Blade God. Trinity. <laughs> Randy Savage as Bonesaw in Spider-Man. Oh, Bonesaw is Bonesaw ready. ready. Dave Batista famously as Drax in the MCU. And soon we got uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Black Adam. And John Cena rumored to be playing Peacemaker in James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. We know he's in the movie. Not confirmed. He's Peacemaker. He's the Peacemaker. Basically, yes. Now you might be saying, Brian... This has nothing to do with the internet, and you'd be right. But the internet has something called memes. I'm specifically talking about John Cena and Dave Bautista here, who are both above a very similar meme. John Cena has the You Can't See Me meme, and Dave Bautista has the Invisible Drax meme. What's interesting is how the two of these gentlemen handle this meme. (laughs) Okay. On August 24th, 2019, Dave Bautista tweets, I feel like all the people who comment every time I post a pic of myself, I don't see anyone, you're standing so still, you're invisible, are still doing Borat impersonations and thinking how funny and witty they must seem. <laughs> I never thought I'd miss sensitive nipples comments. <laughs> Dave Batista, not a fan of the meme. No, no. But then John Cena said, 
I'm never tired of that. That entire joke familiarized me with with a brand new generation of people who extended the ability to do what I love and call it work. If you do this entire interview and everyone in the comments is like, I don't know why he's pointing a mic to thin air. I think it's funny and I never get tired of hearing it. Don't ever take yourself too seriously. Well, there you have it. There it is. There you go. The exact same beat. Dave Bautista has no sense of humor. <laughs> and John Cena just wants to stay relevant. Oh, no. There well, it is. When you put it that way. John Cena said, I'm going to grow hair and it's going to look weird. But Dave Bautista said the same thing. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. And The Rock said, I'm going to shave it off and I'm still going to be great. Yeah. And so, he's going to so be in good. Black. What, what's Black Adam? Black Adam. Black oh, Adam. What's Black Adam. Oh, yeah, you just made Dave. Hard. What's Black Adam? What Black Ad- I don't even know. What is that associated with? Go ahead, with? Dave. Black Adam is uh-huh. a Shazam character. Uh, uh, Captain, sorry, uh, the original Captain Marvel. I know what you're doing here, and I don't appreciate it. Shiz- Wait, there was a different Captain Marvel? <sighs> I know what you're both doing. Are you here talking about Marvel? Yep, that's the one. Wait, is that the movie you're both with Shaquille fuck O'Neal? <laughs> yep, with the, the kid. It's a fever dream. That whole thing is Jacob's ladder. Because uh-huh. I am. I'm convinced. Yeah. Anyway, sure. you know what Black Adam is. I go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the bad Shazam. Oh, well, they're, they're all bad. Oversimplification. Dave is shaking his head at me. Hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, he was a pretty one-dimensional uh, villain to begin with. You're a pretty one-dimensional villain right now. I was frozen today. <laughs> <laughs> Shut right. up. From 1991, directed by famous director Ver <laughs> Yes. <laughs> what do you think this scored on Rotten Tomatoes, guys? Ugh. Uh, like a 24? I'm going to say 30. Yeah, like a 15. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. there's only uh, oh, there's only wow. 13 critics who reviewed this thing. That's lower than I thought, brother. But there's 32 percent out of the user ratings. Only 20,000 reviewed this. <laughs> okay. On Rotten go. Tomatoes, there is only one top critic who reviewed this, and his name is Roger Ebert. Hell yes! yes. Oh, thank God. Roger Ebert gave this thing one star. Okay, not bad. So I think he acknowledged that this is a film. Yeah. And that's as far as it went, because he said, it's a funny thing about coming attraction trailers. They may or may not be an accurate reflection of the movie they advertise, but they're almost always a wonderful guide to what the movie the distributors wanted to make. Take Suburban Commando, for example, (laughs) which in the trailers looks like a wild comic romp through sci-fi and the suburbs. And in the movie version, looks more like a slog. Yeah. Have you ever thought about that? The trailers versus the actual movie? Things that like lied to you? Not uh, extensively, but yeah, it's come up a few times. There have been some some trailers that went like, uh... That's interesting, because it's like, yeah, the trailer is for what the distributors want the movie to be, and then the actual film comes out, and you're like, what? It's like Chronicle. How Chronicle? Right. I didn't know it was a found footage. Right, neither did I. Boom. There's no way you could know, basically. There's no way you could know. In the trailer. That was interesting to me. And the last, I'm going to sandwich this bad boy, because he says stuff in the middle. No one cares. The last paragraph says... Somebody was asking the other day, do I ever get tired of going to the movies? Nah, I said, I love movies. And so some days, it's not really a job. It's more of a lucky break. But I wasn't feeling lucky the day I saw Suburban Commando. (laughs) You know what? By golly, by the time it was over, I was feeling kind of tired of going to the movies. (laughs) I hope Hogan The man whose show was called At the Movies said, I'm good. Maybe I not go to the movies anymore. Nah, I'm good. Nah. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> but that bad. I wouldn't want to visit. That's to right. Be, to be honest, the slugs were like the best part of this movie where he's just doing nothing. He's just walking around and punching He does nothing this whole That's movie. That's the part you want to make into a TV show. The slugs. You're, right. yeah. You're absolutely right. Hulkamaniacs, brother. I got to figure out how to extend this warranty on this used car, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my 
<laughs> I would watch that. I would watch, oh. like, you know, like 22-minute sitcom on that. Like, absolutely. I would sit All there. right, you little Hulkamaniacs. Listen up. It's April 15th, and your taxes are due. Let's all sit down and figure this out. Always remember, brother, you can deduct from your 401k, but you have to pay taxes on it at the end of it, brother. I learned that in intergalactic space, brother. That's why I split my investments with a 401k and a Roth, brother. <laughs> all right, brother. Now, if you get a lawsuit from Gawker, let me tell you oh. how to file it. Oh, no. <laughs> so the monster's on Amazon. Oh, Those vile creatures. They saw this movie. Did they? They sure did. How many of them? Uh, 105 of them. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> about right. And they gave right. this a 4.4 to 5. Wow. 68% are five star. Only 5% are one star. And most of them complain about the quality. That is disconcerting. That, that of many the stream like or the movie? movie. Uh, who knows? <laughs> it's unknown. So what I thought would be, good, brother. What I thought would be fun to do, since we didn't do it, we never did one stars for Spider-Man 2. Oh. Ooh. Well, that's a Featuring treat. Featuring Ginger Skull Dave Novak. I was on that one. That was a- uh, You sure were. Tubes Magoobs. Uh, Tubes like Magoobs. Episode two? Ten. Episode ten. That was like episode, episode two. Episode two, Spider-Man two. Come no, on. Episode two is- Spider-Man. It was Spider-Man. <laughs> it was the first one, wasn't it? <laughs> two, ten, whatever. Spider-Man Brother. two, famously 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. This thing has a 4.6 out of five on Amazon. It has a lower score than Suburban Commando? No. Oh, no, 4.6 is 4. higher 4. 6 than 4.4. 4.6 is higher. 4. That's how numbers work. You're right. Uh, right. What is this, Sorry. Nerdy Thursday podcast? You see, I can make references to Yeah, I got him again. <laughs> I got him. Got Zing. you guys. Spider-Man 2 has 74% five-star and 3% one-star, and the one-stars are vicious. Ooh. But it lightly. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. This movie, we even said, was the gold standard for superhero movies for a while. For a long, long yeah. time. For a while. And then it just wasn't anymore. Yeah, I mean that's how. Even though time people works. still really like this entire trilogy, yeah, well, minus well, one movie, yeah, two thirds of the trilogy are great, and that's some, Back to the Future that worked too. It was great, even though I love Back to the Future. Three. It's, it's fine. It's great. Back to the Future Three is a better movie than Spider Man Three. Yeah, that's yeah. without question. Oh, yeah. because it's easy top. No other reason why. That's all you need. Throw easy top in Spider Man Three. Be a tough to, decision to make. But for Spider Man Two from September 11, two thousand five. I am a Spider-Man and a Sam Raimi fan. Oh. And yet. And yet. And yet. I don't think I've ever been so disappointed in my life after seeing the first Spider-Man. I was speechless. This person doesn't understand punctuation. Sure. Great CG and acting if the script must have been drafted in five minutes on a napkin. So, of course, think the second installment can't be worse than the characters without an H. It's weird. Have been established, but no. How lazy it is to reuse the same basic character of a villain. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm catching up in my in my mind and placing punctuation in that. There is none. Good and luck. What? I don't know. He's never been more disappointed in his life. But the way he closes this thing out is by saying, the worst of it is, I'm such a Spidey fan. I'm still waiting for Spider-Man 3. Oh, boy. That is the, the worst part. You <laughs> know what? Disappointment this, is this clown guy's probably future. loved it. Yee. Clown probably loved it. From March 13th, 2018. Review? He sucks. <laughs> that's, that's the whole thing? That's it. I love it. <laughs> he sucks. Right to the point. Wait, who's this grinder didn't come with a handle. <laughs> but that was the most bizarre review ever. <laughs> who Who is it that sucks? Is it Sam Raimi? Is it Spider-Man? He. 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 What is you not getting? He sucks. As long as we're agreed that Kirsten Dunst did fantastic. She walked in it. She, she walked and talked. She did not. At well, the same at, time. According to this guy, did it. she Barely. did not suck but, in this role. Aunt May, no. apparently also fine. Uh, that's the same Aunt May to you. Thank you. Yeah, get it right. From December 9, 2004, 
Worst movie ever. Well, that's a stretch. Well, Spider-Man what 3. made me cringe the most, aside from the lame acting, was the villain and the reason why he became one. I'm not a geek trying to point out the obvious, but please don't insult the moviegoer's intelligence with this pile of crap. <laughs> why the tentacles to control the fusion rector? Oh, why the reactor in the first place? I tell you why. To put some more, badly done, CGI in there. At least give us the good old military technology gone bad plot. That's lame too, but at least better than what they came up with. Ah, what is your problem? Spelled reactor wrong, then spelled it correctly, then says, let's not do the whole military technology gone bad thing, but let's also do it, but it's lame. Right. Right, this guy doesn't know what he wants. Nope. And this guy- Worst movie ever. I would say, go see Suburban Commando. Oh, well, first off, stop yourself. Second off, this guy started off his <laughs> review by saying he didn't want to sound like a geek. Yeah. And then he yeah. ended up sounding like a geek. You know what, sir? <laughs> Such a geek. <laughs> you know what? Got him. You know what? Gotcha. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to one-star you on Amazon. Can you he do came that? in saying, I'm all cool. I'm not a geek. And Novak said, antifreeze. Antifreeze, <laughs> Antifreeze. <laughs> well, why don't you shut up, brother? Watch this. Your review, not helpful. <laughs> Got him. From June 27, 2005. Peter Parker sucks. Spidey rules. Make no mistake, I like this movie more than I hate it. I like it because it is good storytelling, <laughs> emotional, and educational. It, very the special very effects educational. are, while still with faults, really kick ass. I hate it because this movie is about Peter Parker and not Spidey. I know Peter Parker and Spidey are the same thing. Or are they? I know in the comics they tell <laughs> Peter Parker more than Spidey, and that's the part of the reason I don't really like Spidey comics. It's so hard to read these what things sometimes because they're just not. Why do they call it Spider-Man and tell stories about his alter ego, Peter Parker? <laughs> and here, superhero movies are supposed to be about superheroes and the alter ego, in this case, Peter Parker should be supporting actor? Oh, my God. So, wait, this guy... I don't want to see Peter Parker's problem. I want to see Spidey's problems. This, do you not agree? I want to see more Spidey instead of Peter Parker, don't you? It's like he's trying to do a rallying cry, but it's like, come on, guys, join my cause. Oh, so this boy, guy's, you don't understand how this works. <laughs> this guy's biggest complaint about the character is character development? Yep. Yes. Good yep. for him. You know what? I agree. Yes, 100%. he wants this to be Spider-Man, but he wants it to be more of like a man spider. Well, why do they have to even include Peter Parker at all? Why can't he just always be in the costume? Keep him in the costume. I don't need to see Toad Magoobs. Toad Magoobs. Sorry. Magoobs. Apologize to all the Magoobs family. <laughs> you know what? Those this guy Magoobers. makes a couple good points. <laughs> I'm going to back this guy up. All right. Fair oh, enough. Well, okay. Yeah. What is this, a tag team? Oh, my fourth favorite line from the movie. Thank you. From December 30th, 2004. Makes Batman and Robin look like Oscar material. What? Apologize, Sam. There was nothing amazing or spectacular in the web of Spider-Man 2. It is truly one of the worst movies ever made, plain and simple. I don't understand how people constantly deride Batman and Robin and Catwoman, but call this horrible film the best superhero movie of all time. Support your argument. What is... It's, it's bad. It's bad. It's better than... It's worse than these bad movies. Good news. Oh? They did support their argument. Oh, good. At least Batman and Robin and Catwoman were movies that focused on one story and paced so they didn't put you to sleep. <laughs> this slow, boring sequel didn't know what it wanted to be about. Spider-Man 2 tries to be an action movie, a comedy, a romance, and an art house film all at once. This movie has such a bad case of ADHD, you need Ritalin just to view the DVD. 
<laughs> oh, he did a thing with letters. He did a thing I with letters. I got it. I got acronyms. Oh, I got So it he's now. just wrong all around, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, wow. Well, hold on. Wow. Hold on. Hold on. Batman and Robin has much more nipple play than Spider Man <laughs> 2. has nipples in general. Oh, yeah. Like, so right there, that's a couple points in its favor. I think on the super score, right? You guys have a nipple category? We can, we have can add a you. nipple category for you. I think for every Batman movie going forward, you guys should have a nipple category, and Batman and Robin would be a two out of one. We should. You want to know what it helped Batman and Robin? What, what? it helped Batman in that movie? Antifreeze. Antif- oh. That's true. That's so true. Yeah. little Hulkamania. Yeah. Would have done wonders. But, uh... It would have been Bat-Antifreeze, though, because everything's got to be Bat-themed. Cause he's That's correct. Right. Batman. That's correct. Obviously. Yeah. Well, with the Bat credit card, of course. Yeah. From June 30th, 2004... This, oh, Jesus, I'm looking at these words. All right, here we go. This movie did not fill its expectations. It was horrible. I'd like to see the producers come up with another one. How in a million years would Peter survive if everyone knows it's him? He doesn't have to be a perfect gentleman. But taking off his mask to meet everyone he meets? The whole movie was moronic. I would have enjoyed it. If that weird gravity thing erased people's memory and the auto guy could control his arms, after all, he wasn't even evil. (laughs) Good luck unpacking any of that. All right. So basically, he's mad that Peter Parker took off his mask every time he met somebody new or just lots of circumstances so he could act with his face. Correct. Because, you know, acting. Tubes McGoobs. Tubes McGoobs. And also that auto wasn't really that bad, so he should have survived? Auto, A U T O. Oh, beautiful! What <laughs> a place. It's okay. not O T T O like Otto Octavius. So it is Auto, Doctor Automobile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still laughing at what do you call it? Horophile? Horribile. 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 <laughs> well, I'm going to start my own podcast. And I'm going to call it Horribile. Nailed it. Yep, I love it. Love it. I'm, I'm, I'll listen. I'll support it. Yeah, uh, all day, thank you. every day. Thank you. From March 3rd, 2005. So overrated, it hurts. Wow, we've really been conditioned to settle for less, haven't we? Oh, oh, snark. I like this guy. This is a dumb comic book movie with fake special effects. Cordy Hacknick and the geek Tobey Maguire. Fake special effects? For a real comic book movie, check out George Clooney in the awesome Batman and Robin. What is I don't know. No. I don't know. No. I'm starting to think All it's a nipple people thing. people are just drawing a line in the sand and saying, to the Batman and Robin or nothing, motherfucker. Did, wait, 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 wait. Did these <laughs> Batman and Robin and Spider Man 2 did not come out like near not each other? Not even close at all, for right? the same no. year. No. It's 97. Did you just know that on top of your head? 97? It, yeah. I, I deal with superhero movies a lot. I'm, in, <laughs> I'm impressed and a little aroused. <laughs> well, I know Batman Forever is 95. Oof. I like Batman Stay and Robin better than Batman Forever. But uh, that, what is this litmus test of it's got to be better or worse than Batman and Robin? Nothing else. I don't know. I'm starting to think you're onto something with the nipples. It's got to be the nipples. George Clooney nipples. Come on. I mean, yeah. Dude, now on. that Now that you say it, can't think of a better movie. George Clooney and nipples were the best parts of the facts of life later in the, I agree. the show. No? I agree. I agree. reference for you guys? Okay. <laughs> no, because uh, George Clooney, that airplane wasn't the only thing up in the air. Oh. Also my, my wiener. Oh, boy. Well, the movie did have Anna Kendrick. In yeah. It, so. I'm a sure. man who would stare at his goat. Uh, I, I got ha, it. Ha, I got it. I'd, uh, yeah, I'd rate his ocean an 11. Oh, oh boy. boy. I'd be his ocean at 12. I would whisper at his ear and babble. 
I would uh hold on, let me think. I would um E R. <laughs> there you go. There you go. The extraterrestrial. There we That's go. That's right. Yeah. The extra terrestrial. <laughs> the extra resident. <laughs> ER. so it's still a hospital thing. The last one I have is from March fourth, two thousand seven, called What? 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 Is this a game or what? Neither was Black Cat or Shocker in Spider-Man 2. Is this a cartoon then? I am confused. What? <laughs> Can you read that one more time? I'm sorry. I... Is this a game or what? Neither was Black Cat or Shocker in Spider-Man 2. Is this a cartoon then? I am confused. I think that so person because... was having a stroke. I think we should call the 911. It's from 2007. They're long gone. Oh, no. The <laughs> there were two characters that did not appear in this movie, so I think this must be a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> when did this movie is come this out again? Is this a game to you people? Black Cat and Shocker. This movie came out what year again? 2000 something. Uh, four? All right, so sure. 2004. That review was 2007? Yeah. So this person waited three years to leave that comment? Yep. Yeah. Oh, boy. Maybe we should get hit by an asteroid. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we really do deserve it at this Ma- point. Maybe it's time. It took me three years to realize that two of my favorite characters aren't in this movie? What, is this a cartoon? <laughs> I am confused. Speaking of Black Cat, we have our old friends at cinemacats.com. Are they online today? They've been online for a while now right. uh, since they moved their servers over. We haven't talked about them in a long time because we've done a lot of movies that didn't have cats in them. But this week we talked about Suburban Commando, which had two prominent cat scenes. And here's what they had to say in their November 7th, 2014 they actually reviewed this thing. They reviewed Suburban Commando. Oh, my God. Cat out of the bag alert. <laughs> this review contains some spoilers for this film. For all you don't know, Cinema Cats is a site online that just reviews cat scenes for the most part. They review the cats within the movies. Exactly. They give a quick synopsis of the movie, but I already covered all that. Kitty cameo. At one point, Ramsey hears a little girl crying and hurries over to see what is wrong. She cries, my cat, my cat. He sees a long-haired Burmese cat in the tree above him. <laughs> long-haired Burmese with Elizabeth Moss. Kitty carnage warning. Ramsey pulls the branch the cat is sitting on down toward the girl. She exclaims, that's not my cat, and storms off. Ramsey releases the branch, and predictably, the somewhat obvious stuffed cat goes flying. <laughs> like they said, a somewhat obvious stuffed cat gets thrown to hell. These are, these are cat lovers. They have to make sure you know. Sure. At the end of the film, Ramsey comes across the same girl crying over her cat being stuck in the tree. She's sure it's her cat this time. And she says, she is. He pulls the branch down and the girl scolds, bad kitty. And the cat jumps off the branch as the girl grabs for him. And Ramsey releases the branch, sending the girl flying this time. To hell. Final musings. Cats are better (laughs) off not being rescued by intergalactic warriors. (laughs) This site is a treasure. What? An absolute uh, treasure. What is happening right now? Cinema cats. They're the best. So good. Go follow them on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. They listen. They do. They're actually it's, very responsive. Yes. And if you it's have great. a movie that has cats in it that they haven't reviewed, if you tell them. Let them know. They'll they get will to it. do it. They add it to their list. It's great. We should probably give this thing a super stuff. Yeah, we're probably right? going to do on that. Naturally. Suburban Commando from 1991, directed by famous director Burke Kennedy. Famous director. Let's start it off with story motivation. <laughs> what? what story what motivation uh, that was fun a zero uh, yeah. I think a zero well um, are we sure that? yeah no it's no just... fucking Novak don't even get smart about this one no, it's a zero and you no. know it story motivation uh, uh, yeah it's a zero it's a zero hey, his motivation is he needs to relax for six weeks <laughs> <laughs> he relaxes for 
three days. Yep. And Hero. he doesn't. Hero is Shep Ramsey? Hulk Hogan? Himself? Shep Ramsey. The hero's a one, right? We uh, did determine that he's better than Superman. All right, he's better than Superman. All right, so 0.25 for being better than Superman. That's 0.25 <laughs> off the bat. But think about it. All right, so what makes a good- Think about it. What are... right, no, no, no. Hold, hold on. on. Hold on. You think Let about it. Let me put some serious thought into this movie. Yes. What makes a good hero, right? He's a guy that's just trying to do good. And that's what that's what Ramsey does. Is that his name? Fucking Ramsey? Whatever. That's what Ramsey Chef does. Chef Ramsey. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah. Chef Ramsey. That's what Ramsey does. Chef Ramsey. Gordon Ramsey. Throughout yes. Chef this Gordon Ramsey. <laughs> entire movie, he's trying to do good. But- He does but do good. the way he he's... learns how to do good and how he- takes appreciation of doing good changes, right? So when he starts off this movie, his whole idea of doing good is to kill the bad guy, right? And he almost does it, but he doesn't. That's how most good people are. Yeah, but... They want to kill the bad one. But he does it without any regard for, like, the consequences of it. So he kills the president. Or, like, presidential casualties. Yeah, he kills the president. (laughs) But then he gets to Earth, and he realizes it's not just about doing good. It's about doing good and caring about people because if you don't care about people you can never really do good so then he punches a mime in the face and so it should be a one <laughs> or maybe a po- i i hate that he actually made a good yeah. point yeah. yeah but i'm still i'm willing to go 0.25 and that's something i think for this movie i think a 0.5 is uh appropriate for this movie dave is right you, that you know he what? is You're our guest. overwhelmingly doing good in this You're movie our guest? And setting out and to i'm do gonna so. give this one to you 0.5 and we'll I'm, give st- it a point I'm just five. trying to get this movie above fucking avatar that's it so let's go let's move it next you one. got work to do <laughs> villains <laughs> oh no uh who who the villain in this movie general Souter. it's and nope. and uh, also knuckles and hutch the two bounty hunters who had names i i think Surprise. i think the villain in this movie is just the the doldrum of suburbia and also the undertaker and also the undertaker i wouldn't have called <laughs> suburbia because all he does is live in a bungalow, and he goes to an arcade, and he walks around this crime-ridden street. That's actually <laughs> like, that sounds awful. Sounds like an awesome life, actually. <laughs> right, that's what I do on vacation. So the vill- okay, so you got the Undertaker. That's point two. There's really right no there. threat in this thing because even the Undertaker is is beaten very easily. That's true. He gets thrown into a wall many times, many walls. Well, the ceiling still have an effect. You're right. The wall kills him. <laughs> well. We all know. Bob Vila told us. Because everybody knows if you're... walls have more structural support than Correct. ceilings. Correct. That's uh, that's just common knowledge right there. But you know what, guys? I think we need to give a little bit of credit to Charlie Wilcox's villain, which is Larry Miller. We don't have to give any credit to Larry Miller. That's... Larry Miller deserves all the credit, <laughs> that's but not a, as a villain. That's like a .25 right there. Just for Larry I'm going to go zero for I, villain. I think you might be right on that. All right, fine. Zero it is. Let's talk about parents. They are the parents, and they're both alive and doing great. Uh, I think it's where Chef's parents talking about this, he, the we hero's have no parents. Idea. So I think I think it's zero for parents. It's a zero, unfortunately. Oh, we got to do some serious work here to make this beat Avatar. Here we Wait go. A second, can't we do teamwork? Female of characters. All right, Shelley Duvall. Shelley Duvall, the what? secretary. What? Why did they get Shelley Elizabeth Duvall Moss. in this movie? I don't know. Shelley Duvall is. They were just following your boner. I oh, well, <laughs> It's a short lead, <laughs> brother. That's it. It's kind of like a what's that? The water stick. Uh, they would aim that thing, and it would lean in the water. And I guess it just followed Novak's water stick. stick. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it, it'll his just, lower blood stick. It'll just lead to a shallow puddle. Listen, I, I that's named Shelley Duvall. I, I and the she- shallow puddle, Shelley Duvall. Shelley Duvall is a, uh, <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, a fantastic actress. 
She's amazing. She's very good. Why, if they gave her no lines, would they pick Shelley Duvall to be in this movie? She had nothing to do. Because it was 1991 and she needed a job. Yeah. Because of Popeye. Because of Popeye. (laughs) 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 That was years before even. But still, um, you got Shelley Duvall who does nothing. For the few lines she had, she was a stronger character than Charlie Wilcox. That's true. Who had a lot of lines. Yeah. A very much. He was frozen yeah. today. And then, today. And then you had Margie, the secretary. She was a character. She had a gun. <laughs> she had a gun. Point. She stood up to Shep Ramsey. Not even that. She's willing to go to bed with Shep Ramsey. After pulling a gun And that is him a giant of a twice. man. He's going to break that woman. And she said, bring it on. For science. For science. <laughs> so is that... Uh... 0.25. 0.25. I think it's a... Okay. At the, at the best. She had all the courage to wear share wig and try to seduce Christopher Lloyd, Doc Brown himself. Marty, <laughs> when this cock hits eighty-eight miles an hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. Gross. It is oh, gross. Point two five setting. Where? <laughs> Don't say suburb. Don't say suburb. Everywhere in nowhere. We're very specific. We need a city. Any we need town, c- USA. Um, if anything, Man a- of Steel was any town, USA. When they went to that small town and did the fight thing. But this is nothing. When did Man of Steel ever leave the middle of Metropolis to do any fighting? When he was in that little town and he was breaking everything. If you want to keep this thing Superman related, before the Metropolis battle. I don't recall. How do you not recall? It's a great movie. Yeah, it's it's so so good. Such so good. <laughs> <You> prick. <laughs> uh, the setting of this movie is ambiguous, so you could picture Shep Ramsey in your town. That's right. Yeah. So, two? My town is sandwiched between pretty bad towns. And my town's pretty good where I live. Well, that, so this is this is relatable. It is walking down the street. Relatable. You could have somebody who would be mugging right. somebody, but you could also have. It doesn't look like a giant man with a skullet. Well, let, let's 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 just. Well, that's because he's the alien. Let's not let Connecticut tarnish this movie. All right, Connecticut's already done enough bad stuff. <laughs> all right, so, so we've decided right. to bring setting, back the whale. The setting is not Connecticut, <laughs> and you know what? That's that's a two out of my book. All right. <laughs> Um, now, this movie either takes place, and I'm thinking it's like either L.A. or Tampa. I think it's L.A., but if we're going to go, I can't believe I'm going to say this. If we're going to go, it's called Suburban Commando. Yeah. Uh-huh. We do stick to the suburbs. Uh-huh. It's pretty on the nose. Yep. Oh, this whole movie is pretty on the nose. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go .75, and I'm probably wow. going to feel gross about it. That's higher than I expected. That's... Yeah, it's so on the nose. If they had named a town, I'd be like, neat. Neat, but but they didn't, they and they didn't. just left it. This is the dirtiest point seven five I've ever felt. It's disgusting, it's but I'm all for I it. I feel it. I feel dirty for it. Yeah. Then don't give it. it. No, 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 no. Point seven five is good. And you it's know what? It's written down. Dave, I'm going we to go with I, our gut here. How to be an avatar? <laughs> I'm going to bolster your argument right now. Wherever this place is, it has a place called quote Dude Burger, and they have a. I thought honey- it was called Surfing Burger. It was a surfing burger. But they, 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 they serve the a dude burger there. Surfing burger. Oh, God. And horrible. they also offered a honeymoon burger for Christopher Lloyd and Terry Bollea. So this was and a, they made very no qualms with it being Not the wrong. two men married. Not wrong. For 1991. Surprisingly S- progressive. And you strides. know what? That's a point seven five. Agreed. All right. We'll settle Fine. there. <laughs> wow. Style and tone. Oh, boy. Let Most of these are recycled awesome. props. So yes. How about we go with a cool zero? A cool, a cool zero. You're not gonna feel bad about that one. Not even a little bit. Style, but the tone, brother, and tone. Uh, if it's that one, it'll be cool. <laughs> okay, zero. It is. That makes sense. Music, not bad actually. 
The, no, it's terrible. No, it's, no. it's fucking terrible. Because we're presumably in the suburbs of L.A. Uh-huh. Let's just think we're there. What was the one scene where the Christmas music played? It was when everybody was frozen. <laughs> was there perfect. was context. That's, <laughs> just because it's frozen doesn't mean it's Christmas time. It's exactly it what that means. It's, it's cold. It's That's Christmas. That's not how cold weather works. <laughs> That's exactly how cold weather works. Well, you're going to have to take that up with David Michael Frank. I refuse David to. fucking, no. I'm no, don't even give him a, uh, another middle name, a second scene, middle name. That scene at the end when Hogan is walking away, uh, like five minutes after the movie should have ended still, and that reggae music is playing, that's like perfection. That's that's a point two five in my book. Oh, the soundtrack of this is the whitest rap music you've ever heard. The opening song to this is the whitest rap music I've ever heard. Yeah. Get the man in the moon. Look down on this place, this ball in space. Face to face, I said, Holmes, before you start dissing, check it out, see what you've been missing. Get your shot till you drop. Can't stop. Caught thrills on a 900 line. Give you chill. Rap on with the rapper. Clap on with the clapper. It's a nice place to live. But I wouldn't want to visit. I had to run it long, long enough so you could hear the part where Hulk Hogan is actually in this song because they... yeah. Made this song for the movie. Yeah, it was in the intro, and I don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, let's go point two five because Hulk Hogan's sweet, sweet voice notes that he made with his mouth. Yeah, uh, I guess. Cool. That's uh, point two five. Ge- I don't know. Generous. I generous giving this movie something because generous. I don't want to be a coward. I don't want to be called coward anymore. One liners. One. I 100% agree. <laughs> one for one liners. The one liners in this are fantastic. There's some really bad ones that don't land, but the ones that Let do them not land are because phenomenal. Antifreeze is on oh. another level of oh. things we've heard. Antifreeze is in unreal. my book. There's antifreeze, and then there's with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> wow. It's way the fuck up there. You also have, I was frozen today. You do. It's an insane. And then the end line of this thing, when he does the skateboarding. Tell your mom to keep practicing. What's up with that line? It's so good. <laughs> I hate earthlings. So good. <laughs> yeah, the one-liners in this are absolutely I'm gonna phenomenal. Go one. And I do not one feel one-liners. bad about giving it a one. And our final category is the impact. Zero. The Hot genre. zero. The oh, best zero boy. we've ever given. So uh, it's not the worst movie ever reviewed. It is definitely it's it's better than the one we reviewed two weeks ago. Suburban Commando gets a two point seven five. Fine, for barely being a superhero movie. What did uh, what, uh, it, what did it Avatar comes get? a little short of Avatar seven point two five. A little short. Uh, wait for the sequel. Oh yeah, Avatar two is for right what it's for... worth. Avatar, the highest grossing box office movie of all time for ten years. This one is sneaking up on it because budget <laughs> eleven million <laughs> opening weekend. It made. One point nine million. Oh, very nice. The gross USA was six point nine million, so it lost money there. We don't know what the worldwide is, though. That's true. It could leave be it at that. True, it could yeah. be anything. But with inflation, be, what's in the box? What's in the box? Billion. Who knows? Inflation no six point nine million is now like what? No one knows. Billion? Hulkamania is so. still less than the budget. Yeah. Hulkamania is just oh. hitting some parts of Africa, along with that's true. San Francisco 49ers t-shirts of championship Super Bowls, those things. So, ouch. Yeah, something tells me that Hulkamania has not found his way to Africa, but let's let's move past that. Brian, what are we talking about next week? Well, actually, uh, it's funny you bring that up because we are going to have to get out the old Ouija board. Oh? Ooh. I hated this movie. Hated, 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 hated this movie. And we're going to ask the spirit, invoke the spirit of Roger Ebert. It has been a long time since we've done this. It's it's long overdue. It's time for a random movie. 
the spirit of Roger Ebert, him and his jawless wisdom, they're going to reach out to us and tell us what we're watching next week. So Roger Ebert has spoken. And the movie spirit will be- of Roger Ebert has spoken. Roger Ebert has not spoken in a long time physically. That's very true and kind of sad, <laughs> even, even prior to death. The movie we'll be reviewing next week is My Super Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, God oh, damn it. I knew it's man. been on the list for a long time. Yeah. And it's been one I just don't care for. No, I, it's- uh, Is that with Luke Wilson? Luke Wilson, Uma uh, Thurman, ah, Anna Ferris, right. Eddie Izzard, Rain Wilson, Wanda Sykes. Ugh. Wow. That's actually a pretty good cast. Decent cast. What's going to go wrong? <laughs> Ivan Reitman. Great director. What's going to go wrong? If that movie beats Suburban we'll Commando, oh, I will riot. Man. Stay tuned. Let's see if we can get a uh, Dave Novak riot. Oh, there's going to be so many angry emails. So many angry emails. Speaking of angry emails, you can send yours to Podcasters at gmail.com. You can also follow and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcasters. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, whatever platform you're listening to us on. Don't forget to keep listening. End of every episode. Post credits. They're there. Every week. Every single episode. And also, we have a Patreon now. We so, sure do! If you enjoyed what we did during Not-So-Super January, there's going to be a whole lot more of that happening on our Patreon. There so was. You could... January did so well for that. We we realized, you guys like the super stuff, but you also like the not-so-super stuff. Yeah. So the Patreon's going to be the not-so-super stuff, but it's going to be movies that we want to talk about that just don't fit this. Right. What we do here. The first one we have coming up is Fight Club. Yeah, and that'll be a ride. That should be something. And you can check that out on patreon.com slash Podcasters. Dave, Ginger Skull, thanks for coming on, bud. Thank you for having me, guys, and it's about time. It's uh, been long overdue to cover this movie, and uh, you guys should fucking finally do Batman and Robin, you cowards. God damn it! Stop challenging us! Cowards! Oh. Will you knock it off? I knew he was going to finish this with another challenge. Also do the Rocketeer. Cowards! I love The Rocketeer yeah, from my nope. childhood. have not seen it as an adult. Adult no problem covering that. I'm kind of scared for it. I'll tell you right now, a uh, completely unrealistic movie. It's a bunch of Nazis taking over American politics. Yeah, right. Nah, never going to happen. Yeah, come on. It's crazy. So we'll see you next week for my super ex-girlfriend. Same pod time. Same pod. Brother. Brother. So Dave's, that's Suburban Commando. What do you think happens after the credits? What I think happens after the credits is it sets up a sequel, and it's a bit of a cliffhanger. Oh, He takes off into space, but then he comes back six weeks later or overnight. Who knows? Time doesn't matter in this universe. That's true. Doesn't matter at all. And he says, listen, brother, I brought, I brought a partner this time because I, there's another threat. I don't know what we're doing here. But here's my <laughs> partner. And then off screen, you hear... Do you guys want a peanut? It's Andre the Giant. Wow. And he got him in the movie. He got Andre in the movie. That's, got, uh... got him in the movie. Okay. Nice. That was Brian, your Andre impression. That Of course. That's everyone's Andre impression. It's always that line. I, I don't know, know if it always I want to let like you guys that. know Andre the Giant, not in the room. <laughs> oh, wow. I thought you played a recording. Yeah. Not in the room right now. That was me. All right. Brian, Ooh. what do you think happens post-credits?
Uh, similarly, I think that Hulk Hogan, or, or Shep Ramsey, returns to Earth in the same ship. Welcome to Earth. Exactly. He comes down, and Charlie's like, you're back! This is great! We can hang out! You can do suburban stuff! And he's like, oh, I'm not staying, brother. I just had to get rid of her. And he throws Margie off the ship oh, and gee. takes off again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> wow, that's dark. Yeah, no right. Novak, what do you think happens? <laughs> okay. I, I think the spaceship takes off at the end, right? But then it does a little loop, and it comes back, and Ramsey goes off, and he goes, Charlie, brother, I just couldn't leave you and your family. I, I love you too much, brother. And then all of a sudden, you hear iconic music, even more iconic than this music, uh, <laughs> movie's music. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, a DeLorean comes flying in, and out comes another Christopher Lloyd. And he goes, Ramsey, Ramsey, you can't stay here. And he goes, why not, brother? I, I love this place. He goes, Ramsey, Ramsey, if you stay here, you're going to end up sleeping with Charlie's wife. <laughs> Ramsey goes, that sounds pretty good to me, brother. He goes, no, 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 you don't understand. You don't understand. She looks it's, like a horse, Ramsey. Don't she, do it, she, Ramsey. She, he's going to record it, Ramsey. Uh, that's okay, brother. <laughs> There's no way this is going to go wrong. Right. Ramsey's, Ramsey's okay with her watching him flex himself flex on camera, brother. He goes, no, 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 no. You don't understand. You don't understand. Boys, coolest. You're going to say a lot of racist things. <laughs> Why would I do that, brother? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But you're going to say a lot of racist things. And Ramsey's like, that's not good, brother. He goes, oh, no, it's going to get even worse. It's going to get leaked. He goes, oh, no, brother. I don't want that to happen. He goes, she's just got to leave right now. You got to leave right now. And uh, he leaves, and we never have to hear Hulk Hogan say anything. It's kind of like the end of Back to the Future. No, Marty, no, it's not you. It's your film. 